The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome back. Wow. Hold on. I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to sit here for a second for a little bit. Gonna let that intro music kind of set the mood because I tell you what, we have one smooth gentleman joining the show today. I, I can't really say enough about the work that this guy does, but he definitely got me into sports betting. He got me really excited about it. College football hidden gems. Oh, he's going to run through some stuff. I'm going to run through some stuff. I'm mostly just going to be starstruck and let him talk. But without further ado, I am Devin Ellington, D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball presentation, hoop-ball.com. And this is Today in Sports Betting. And I'm going to pull the curtain now. Harry, are you ready? Can I introduce you? Absolutely, Devin. Guys, hoop-ballers, this is... Harry Gagnon from oddshark.com, various other things. I'm going to let him spill the beans because I don't want to do any injustice or disservice to this, uh, the glorious work he's done to the gambling industry. So, Harry, without further ado, please take it away and just let us know who you are. Thanks, Devin. Really appreciate being on. Um, yeah, I'm on Against All Odds with Cousin Sal uh, on the uh, – on Spotify, uh, Bill Simmons Podcast Network. Um, I'm on with Cousin Sal, and, the, and I'm one-third of the Degenerate Trifecta, uh, Brother Bry and the Parlay Kid are the other two. Uh, buddies of mine, we've known each other for 30 years. Sal and I went to college together. I got Cousin Sal of Lock It In and Jimmy Kimmel fame into sports. Uh, one of my best pals, if not my best pal in the world. He's the greatest guy ever. Uh, also, I have my own site, bestbetcorner.com. You can go to that and check out my articles, check out my picks. Uh, I'm also on 1580 The Fanatic here in Phoenix uh, on the Daily Blender on Fridays from three to six, uh, hosted by uh, my good pal, um, Eric Cohen. And uh, that's a fun time, too, getting that and talking sports on a Friday to, to get a different uh, feel for it in terms of when we do a lock and when we, excuse me, when we do uh, against all odds, uh, Devin, it's like uh, Monday or Tuesday. So sure. sort of getting uh, not a great feel of what's going You know what's going on for the week, but once on a Friday, it's a little easier because you know what's going on uh, a lot of times when it comes to sports and sports gambling. So, yeah, I'm, and again, Odd Sharks this week, I have an NASCAR article up. You can go to oddshark.com check my stuff out there and I'm on numerous radio shows for them too in Orlando, uh, in Vancouver, in Lansing, Michigan. So, uh, and sometimes I'm on uh, WFAN, my buddy, JJ, John Jastrzemski has me on WFAN in New York. Uh, love talking, uh, football with him too. So yeah, I got a lot of stuff on my plate, Devin, but I, I do listen, somebody, somebody, unlike cousin Sal, somebody's yeah. giving me credit for my hidden gems. I appreciate that. Devin. Hey, I use those to, you know, I think I uh, went six and two using those this year in college football. And I love those small schools just like you do. So it was a perfect parallelism as far as our betting styles and the way you write your articles up. It was too easy, man. Too easy. Some of these games were too easy. Right. I mean, I appreciate it. But like, I love the Sun Belt. I can't get oh, enough of the Sun Belt. Yeah. Can't man, get they, enough. How many guys did they have go in the draft? App State oh, had, had two or three. ULL oh, had two or three. 
Yep. So, oh, they were great this year, ULL. Yeah. They could score, and it's, it's – I mean, uh, it, was a, it, it was a lot of fun uh, – coming up with that and like I, I really try to do my research with that stuff you know it's uh, uh it, it's games that people are not accustomed to uh you know it's it's a it's a it's a tear away of all the big name games and a lot of times these big name games in, in college disappoint but sometimes right. you can find some things you can find some angles on these games and uh that's what I tried to do I did a couple uh this past year in college basketball as well where mm, I found I'm a glad few you said that glad yeah you and uh, and it's a lot of fun researching other teams and other players, and some of these guys are really good. So a uh, thing we did here, Josh Millman and I, he's another host on the show on Fridays, we did Ivy League Fridays. Oh, yeah. Um, so I would give my – and then MIAC, because I was obsessed with uh, the MIAC and Iona mm-hmm. and, you know, all the St. Peter's. Saint, the, uh, peacocks Saint, the, the Peacocks. Yeah. The Peacocks, yeah. The Iona Gales, Manhattan Jaspers, mm-hmm. all those wonderful teams. Marist Red Foxes. Marist Red Foxes. Uh man, I'm Sienna. Yeah, Saints. Saints. Yep. All right. Loudonville, New York. <laughs> about uh, about three hours away from where I'm, uh, my hometown. So yeah. There we go. There yeah. we go. Well, hey Harry, I I know I've said it off camera, offline already a couple times, but I owe you a million thanks a million times because you know, like I've mentioned, this is uh, you know, your work has helped me with my gambling, and uh, you've definitely. Uh, been someone I've looked forward to uh, reading the articles and the research and database that you put together. And so um, personally now speaking, like, you know, I'm interested about your background and upbringing. I know you're currently in Arizona, mm-hmm. but you also said that you've known cousin Sal and that whole side of the thing uh, for uh, 30 plus years now. Um, did you grow up on the East coast? I, I did. I grew up on the East coast. I grew up uh, uh, North west of Syracuse, about a half hour away, um, went to SUNY Oswego, and now that, that's the school Sal went to, too. Okay. Um, fa- famous alumni I'll throw out there from ESPN, uh, Steve Levy and Linda, oh, yeah. and Linda Cohn. Both of them, no way. And, uh, and on NBC, Al Roker. Who, who can't love Al Roker? I do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right? Of course. So, so, yeah, we went to school there, and growing up, uh, that's the town I lived in. It's about 20,000 people, um, and, uh, you know, it's one of those towns where everybody knows your business. It's pretty funny, but, I mean, I grew up, uh, look, I grew up uh, at 12 years old, you know, my last year of Little League. My coach, I'll just tell you how small of a town my place sure, is. Yeah. My coach for when I was in Little League when I was at 12 Four years later, at sixteen, he was my bookie. Oh, so that's uh, awesome! Different yeah, times, so was, different yes, times. different that's times in four years. I, wow, what uh, were my little league coaches doing? Not that Where he couldn't—he he couldn't get me to hit a curveball, and he couldn't get—and <laughs> he couldn't give me a winner to save his life either. But yeah, but uh, but still, yeah. Growing up, uh, sixteen years old, I was peddling parlay cards and tickets around high school, um, and then uh that carried on into uh, carried on into uh, college where I met, like I said, I met Sal. And then all of a sudden Sal and I are talking, became buddies talking sports, uh, sports gambling. All of a sudden him and I were the bookies on campus in college. We were cleaning up on everybody. They didn't know what the heck was going on. They didn't know, who, <laughs> what the, you know, we, we were, you know, not, not saying Sal and I made some, uh, made our right. own, made our own lines, but, it was close that we were making our I own. was about to ask, were you letting people pick their uh, own odds? Or you know, so, <laughs> but we did okay. We did pretty good. And then, uh, then we moved on. And, sure. uh, you know, I was, uh, 
you know, it's funny. I, um, uh, I was going to go to, I graduated and I was going to go to Atlanta. I had a uh, internship and a possible job at CNN in Atlanta at the time. So you went to school for broadcasting, correct? Went to school for broadcasting okay. and communications. Right. Uh, I did an internship actually in Syracuse during the summer of 93 when, um, that was, uh, speaking of the Bulls and everything that's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was the Bulls, Barkley, and the Suns um, championship. So uh-huh. I was doing uh, uh, a lot of uh, work for the radio, uh, for the television station locally in Syracuse, um, WTVH5, doing a lot of uh, lead-ins. I was doing a lot of writing for the uh, sports report on the weekend sports. Um, it's, mm-hmm. also the, uh, it's also the radio, TV station. I don't know why I keep saying radio, but TV station where Mike Tirico came from before he went to ESPN. I was there. Oh, okay. Uh, I was there six months after he moved and, uh, and went to uh, ESPN. So uh, no way. Tirico's That's a big, awesome. uh, I'm a huge fan of Tirico's. Uh, I love his work. I met him a couple of times. Great stuff. And I love his work. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, so I did work there. Um, then, like I said, I was going to go to uh, CNN in Atlanta and uh, all of a sudden Sal and me and, uh, the parlay kid and a couple other buddies decided to take a trip to Vegas. I had never been to Vegas. Uh, I had a couple cousins that lived there, so I wanted to see them. So, uh, yeah, we went, uh, we went to Vegas and, uh, Devin put it this way in like three days, uh, I won like $4,000. Yeah. I had, I hadn't hooked up with a girl in like a year. I met a girl hooked <laughs> up with her there. And it was 75 in two, December and, and January. We yeah. went there for New Year's. It's, it's zero back home in New York where I'm from. So you stayed on that. You haven't, you know, you stayed on that side of the Appalachians ever since. Yeah. So basically, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So basically what I did is I went back home and then about two months later, I moved out to Vegas and, and said, <laughs> say, I waved goodbye to uh, Sorry, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and you know, I worked in the worked in the casinos there for 14 years, then moved to Arizona, yeah. and uh, and then Sal decided, you know, maybe we can figure out some sort of podcast here and some sort of uh, uh, situation where we can, um, uh, you know, get this rolling between the four of us. Uh, and uh, brother Bry is 10 years younger than brother uh, than the Parlay kid. They're brothers, a 10 years right, difference. Right. So, but he's so knowledgeable too, and he's so good with numbers and analytics and um, and uh, so we, we, it just works, and we've been doing this for uh, Bill Simmons for the past three years. Have a great relationship with Bill, too. Funny guy, and, um, and it's, funny. it's, it's yeah. been great. Well, you know, you had prefaced it a little bit, and it's like you had been reading my mind or something. But my next question, it, you know, I was going to have you paint the picture for us, you know, and you kind of already did that. And this, what I wanted the picture painted was uh, when and where you fell in love with sports betting and did it stem from a first love of sports themselves? And it sounds like it stemmed from little league baseball. Well, yeah. You know, it, it definitely from sports. I growing up, uh, my father was big into sports and my father was a golfer. He was like at the, uh, the local country club. He was a member and he was always out in tournaments and I would go watch and, uh, and I wasn't big into playing golf, but, uh, uh, but still, uh, I would watch it with him on television at home on weekends too. He would always would always be going back and forth between golf and uh, and football and golf during the summer. So I was big into golf and still am. Um, you can, uh, I mean, I, I I watch it now. I have a I have a wager on the golf tournament here in Arizona this week. Yes, yes. golf Scott's, tournament. Scottsdale. Uh... 
Scottsdale right? Invitational Tournament, Invitational, and, yeah. and I'm and I'm I've got action on Kevin Streelman. So you know, look, I, I love golf, and it's something to bet. So we got that too. But also, you know, it's just a uh, look. It, it's it, it is what it is. I, I growing up, I loved watching football, so that was my thing too. And then all of a sudden, you, you put two and two together, and you realize, oh, you can bet on this stuff too. <laughs> you know, growing up in football, Wait, and, you can win and, money, and you can win money, and and basketball. Then there's basketball lines, and you can. You know, listen, we were Sal, like I said, Sal and I were clean. We had a guy bet this guy named Pat during college. He couldn't help but get enough. He had a he had to borrow money left and right. Uh, Devin, where he was betting three team four point college basketball teasers and getting killed. That sounds like a good way to clean up. I mean, you can't you can't win that way. Betting no. I mean, four, four points in college? Are you kidding me? You're really gonna you know, run the risk of uh, you know, three teams, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's stupid. So uh, it, it is contrarian. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so we, so there were things like that where it just got me going. And uh, ever since I wanted to, and then all of a sudden I'm in Vegas, you know, and, uh, and I'm working in the casinos as a supervisor. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, growing from a very early age, peddling the tickets, I was into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, Listen, I am who I am and I was into it and that's what I like. And, and odd, I talked to a couple of people at odd shark and, they liked my stuff too, and I couldn't be happier working for them. Those guys are great. Got to go to Europe. Uh, we went for the Bears Raider game yeah, this past yeah. year. We had a blast and uh, did a lot of. We went to a couple soccer games. We had a we had a great time. Learned a lot and uh, had fun. And uh, listen, I love uh, gambling on sports. Is great. Yeah, you definitely are preaching to the choir there. We all love nice. it. It's uh, what do you like the best? So me. So, all right. So I had uh, kind of mentioned it to you already, how I kind of became drawn into your work through your hidden gems column through college mm -hmm. football specifically. So I think I specifically really, really thoroughly enjoy the college football betting because mm -hmm. I think growing up as a child, uh, like I told you, I grew up in Oklahoma, we didn't have professional mm -hmm. teams. So college football is a little bit of a bigger thing for us. Sure. And so uh, I'm an Oklahoma State fan. Go Pokes. And, um, yeah, so I, I love the college football stuff. College basketball, I don't think you can beat anything as far as excitement goes, especially tournament style and then trying to ride a hot team, uh, maybe an underdog through, you know, two, three rounds of a tournament. Have you been – got to ask, have you been to Gallagher-Iva Arena? <sighs> I have not. I had a chance. Oh. I had a chance. It was Thanksgiving night as a kid in sixth grade. My best friend Trey at the time, his parents had gotten some tickets – and we were going to go watch them play Texas A&M. And my stepmom at the time said no. <laughs> oh, man, I, the place looks like it'd be a blast to watch a game. It's, I have not been to a college basketball game. I had a chance to go to Allen Fieldhouse this year. I turned it down because I said no. My first college basketball game is going mm. to be inside Gallagher-Iba. So, gotcha. I hear you. I understand. Uh, that's, that's the way that's got to be. But um, I'm sorry, that's funny. I've I've been to many many games at the Cary Dome in Syracuse. I'm I bleed orange, so uh, that's my team in college in college football and basketball. Mr. Bayheim's one of my favorite coaches mm. of all time. I grew up, uh, you know, just I, I had this uh, handful of coaches in college basketball that I just mm. thoroughly enjoyed. Obviously, Eddie Sutton was one for obvious reasons, but then I also really liked Bayheim and Izzo, um, mm. just the way they coach. Just love those uh, correlative. Um, measures that they took as a as coaches the way they ran their programs 
So. Definitely, that was a great guy. I mean, uh, Sutton's been Sutton was around forever, and Bayheim still, still, still is. there, still, still there. Still is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've watched the Requiem for the Big East, uh, thirty for thirty, but it's interesting to watch that, and then watch what Bayheim and Syracuse and the rest of those programs are now. Uh, it's a uh, it's a really good flick mm. if you got some spare time to. It, 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 it's it, it's I know it's some money and everything, but it just it really hurt me as a fan that uh, it wasn't Bayheim. Bayheim didn't want to go to the ACC, but it was such. A, I mean, the, the heartbeat of the Big East is Syracuse. Uh, yes, and uh, and when they went to the ACC, and I know it's a money grab and it's more money for football, but uh, I just I was hurt by that because they yeah. they needed to stay in the Big East. That's they're the they're the stablemate of uh, the Big East teams, you know. Right. In terms of football, well, yeah, heck. basketball, but whatever. I didn't even put that together, you know. Sitting here telling you to check out a documentary about something that you probably lived through. Uh, no, you know, you absolutely. were right. You were you were in it. You were in that uh, co- that territory. So. The middle the middle eighties was the greatest time of the Big East. Georgetown, yeah. Patrick Ewing, Dwayne Saint Pearl Joe's. Washington, Syracuse, St. John's. John's, sorry. St. John's sorry. with uh with uh with uh, uh Chris Mullen, Mark Jackson. Mm. Um it was just uh it was uh it was the time. I loved it. I mean I me and my dad would go to my dad would get tickets and uh, I remember going to great games there and it was uh, Connecticut wasn't even good then. Connecticut no, was bad yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. But uh they didn't have uh they didn't really get rolling until later on, but um yeah, still uh love the big east and I grew I was in the middle of it. It was great. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite college basketball conferences still. The last couple of years it had its down, but, you know, this after this last season with the top heaviness that they had, it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, it, it, it was top. You're right, but it's just – it's tough to see for me, you know, Xavier, for, yes, yeah. Creighton mm. uh, in the Big East. Creighton is in Nebraska last year. Right, time. right, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, so it makes it a little, little tough. Now, they had yeah. a good season last year too, and I was uh, – a they were one of my sleepers for the NCAA tournament. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to, uh, to witness any of that. But still, uh, the Big East isn't what it used to be. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, amazing in the early 2000s. I remember being in middle school and uh, early high school just watching those Big East tournaments, those iconic moments, the Kimball Walker run. and mm-hmm. The step uh, back. The step, the step back, back. Oh, over so uh, Aaron Gray. Is that who yeah. was defending? I believe him? so. The yeah. Pittsburgh big man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of those tournaments were phenomenal. So, well, Harry, hey, I know there are some other things that you work on, and we touched on it lightly. Um, 1580 The Fanatic, how long have you been doing correspondence with them? How long have you been helping them out? Oh, well, for about four months now. Four ma- okay, so recent, recent. Good times, yeah. Oh, good times down there. Those guys, uh, producer, uh, uh, Radio Ron Cohen, great guy. Uh, and like I said, Eric Cohen, no relation. Eric, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, host the show uh with jeffrey o'brien on uh and randy rhodes uh uh um on um fridays afternoons and like uh sometimes i fill in whenever a guy needs a little break takes a vacation day and uh we just go right at it talk sports we have a blast over there uh in north scottsdale yeah absolutely how could you not so now rewind it a little bit for me you know when i i know you talked about the the tv gig what what was the first radio gig? When did you really, you know, kind of realize that uh, the airways was, you know, something that you, you might have some uh, interest Boy. in or, I mean, you know, professionally uh, wise? It wasn't for a while, though, uh, Devin, because like I said, I, when I was working in the casinos, um, I worked there for, you know, we didn't really, uh, it was uh, it was a local casino, um, a couple of them. 
uh, off the strip. And, um, you know, we'd have celebrities come in here and there where I wouldn't be there like host, like a, uh, Eddie Olchek uh, of NBC sports, uh, ex, uh, hockey great, um, who also loves horses would come in and bet at our place. And I would, I would take care of him with whatever he needed. Uh, Hank Goldberg, who's a horse betting guy, uh, that's been on ESPN for many years uh, with giving out picks, uh, and his procrastinator, uh, prognosticator and uh and he bats plenty too and he's a good guy and uh like i would just be able to be their person whenever they needed something but i didn't have any radio uh overall experience even though i went to school because i was like i said working in the casinos until i got the gig with cousin sal and we started the podcast and then when i got the odd shark bit uh like i said i've been on with clay travis uh in nashville on his show outkick coverage all during the past football season. Had a great time with Clay, hung out with him a couple times, had a blast with him. Um, so, uh, you know, and I also, like I said, I do radio shows in Orlando uh, with a host uh, named Brandon Kravitz, super good guy. We talk sports all the time off the off the set and off uh, doing the radio shows. We, tr- we give ideas back and forth. Uh, that's 96.9 in the game in uh, – in Orlando and also, I am very uh, familiar with that station. Nice. Yes. And, and, and couch in the rube in, yeah. uh, in Lansing. Yes. So, uh, those guys are big into, uh, um, college football, college basketball. They love it. And I love talking sports with those guys too. So, and also, uh, up in Vancouver, um, I'm still doing a show there too. Um, uh, so it, it's a lot of good stuff that I got going on radio, radio wise all week. I hear you. I hear you. Well, hopefully now you have someone in the middle of the country in Kansas City that you like to talk sports with now. Absolutely, so, man. Devin, now, great. Loving it. And speaking of talking sports, I'm going to let you talk a little bit. I know I'm not going to spoil it for you. I don't, I'm not here to steal no one's sunshine, thunder, or flame. But uh, you, you had talked to me a little off air about uh, UFC coming up. Yeah, I, you know what? I, uh, like, uh, for, I also do uh, – by the way, I don't think I mentioned I also write for Odds USA – um, which is a site too, a sports betting site where um, they wanted me to give out some picks last week in the UFC since we finally had something, you know, something mm-hmm. to bet on. So uh, I gave out 10 picks. That Souza fight uh, was uh, canceled. So it's, I had nine picks. I, ga- I went six and three overall, which includes uh, Gaethje over Ferguson. What a fight that was. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I got Gaethje at plus 170. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took down Tony for 30, uh, the 35-year-old Tony Ferguson. Ferguson, I guess, uh, came out yesterday, broke like an orbit bone uh, in his eye from the beating that he took. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I went six and three with a plus 170 last week. We have another card from Jacksonville this week. Uh, there are de- there are a decent amount of matches again. Um, I- I- I'm looking here and look. Put it this way: I like I like some favorites here. Uh, I'm going to give you an underdog in a second, but I do like Miguel Baeza here at minus two hundred. He's undefeated. Uh, Devin at eight and zero. Six of those wins coming in the second round or less. He's fighting Matt Brown. Matt Brown has sixteen career losses. Uh, I think this is a match where you're getting a great deal at minus 200. I think this could be over in the first round. I also think that uh, there's a couple other matches out there that are really good. Um, look, uh, Edison Barboza, minus 130 over Dan Edge. Uh, Barboza's stronger. He's, uh, he's got four inch, uh, inches over him. He's got a four-inch reach over an inch. Uh, at minus 130, I think that's great value, too. And let's see. I'll give you another pick here. I'm going to give you an underdog. I'm going to give you a big underdog so we can remember – 
that uh, I gave this out. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to give this a shot here. Um, I'm going to take Angela Hill at plus 160 against Claudia Gadella. Uh, the Brazilian, but Gadella is only two and two in her last four matches. Hill has won three in a row. She's won four of her last five. I'm going to take the American here, Angela Hill, at plus 160 to shock Claudia Gadella. So that's a plus 160, like I said, with Hill. I'm going to, and I also am going to lay the minus 200 with, uh, like I said, uh, Baeza. And also, one more shot here, a guy, plus 200. I correct me if I, I'm sorry if I pronounce his name wrong, but sure. Giga Chidziki is taking on Mike Davis. He's plus 200, Devin. Look, this is my underdog play of the card. Okay. Uh, he's got a two-inch reach. Uh, he comes in this battle red hot. He's won four fights in a row, which includes a 12-second burial, two fights ago of C.J. Baines. You're going to give him a plus 200. Mike Davis is like 9-2, and 9-3 overall. But the competition he has fought has not been that impressive. I'm going to take Chigsda at plus 200 over Mike Davis. I, I'm probably butchering his name, but I'm just going to take the plus 200, a plus 160, and also my other pick there um, that I gave out as a favorite. Miguel Baeza. I like all those. I will be tailing all those. I, I will uh, say this too. I, I also, like I said, I did write an article for the Odd Shark this week. You can check out how what I think and how I factor in. I wager in NASCAR. I really like uh, Dar in Darling. They're coming back. They're going to race seven total races in eleven days. It's going to be amazing. Starting Sunday at Darlington, the oldest track in the U in uh, NASCAR right now. Um, I'm going to take. Kyle Bush at oh yeah six to one at plus one twenty five to be in the top three and I love him at minus one forty in a matchup against Joey Logano. Uh, Bush uh, in his last eight times at Darlington has finished in the top ten seven times. He finished third last year and also had the most lead laps last year at one hundred and eighteen twenty four more than his brother. I love Kyle Bush this week at Darlington. Remind me again, who was that minus 140 matchup against? Joey Logano, is that Joey Logano, who in, in four races this year does have two wins. He is the fastest race car driver ever to race 400 total races wow. in NASCAR. But I think this is a situation where Bush needs to come out big. He loves this track. Logano can lay back. Logano, like I said, he's already got two wins, plenty of points. This is a race, this track fits Bush per perfectly, and I think he gets it done on Sunday. It's a good track for an aggressive driver, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. He's, one of the, he's exactly that. Yeah, he had that speeding ticket a few years back where he was going <laughs> like, like almost 200 or something. He's sure. aggressive. <laughs> All so, righty. That's, that's my picks this week. That's what I like. I love that. And, hey, other places, um, I, you know, and shame on me, shame, shame for not bringing it up, but on Twitter, Triple AO, Harry, uh, so a uh, all all uppercase a a a o Harry. Yep. Not not all uppercase. Just the triple a o is uppercase. A a o Harry. That you got it. Yep. All right. And that's above all odds, correct? Against all odds. Against all odds. Sorry, I'll get it. I'll get no it problem. next time. Hey, no problem. So. Perfect. Yeah, that's a it's 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 a great it, it's fun. People out there, if you're listening, you want to tune in for. Not only just good picks and, and great info, but uh, the camaraderie we have is uh, is uh, second to none, and uh, the guys are great, and uh, a lot of ball bossing on the show, which counts for uh, good radio. Uh, it, we just don't give out numbers and stats; we give out reasons and silly reasons. And look, you know, uh, 
we do crazy stuff on here and, and it's just a lot of fun. Like, I don't even know if you know, Devin, uh, two years ago, I made a bet with Sal uh, where I had to lose 52 pounds by the Super Bowl. And, uh, and <laughs> was that I for won, Super Bowl 52? That was super, for Super Bowl 52. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was about uh, um, right around May, needed to lose 50. If, 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 I, if I won and lost 52 pounds by Super Bowl 52, which was at Adam Carolla's warehouse, and Jimmy Kimmel was there with us too. They, we, we did a whole uh, – um, uh, it was on Twitter where we filming it live, which was pretty funny, and uh, the, my actual weigh-in. And uh, if I made it and if I won, Sal had to give me $5,200 cash. If I lost and didn't make it to 52 pounds – I had to go out on Hollywood Boulevard with a sandwich board over my head, said that Harry Harry the hippo is the fat guy who couldn't lose weight. What happened? I did it. You did it. I lost Heck 53 yeah. pounds, so I did it, yeah. Did you make him give but, you 5,300? He, he, <laughs> you know what? I took the 5,200. <laughs> you get that extra 100 I was, I was so happy yeah. that we got it done. And believe me, with, with, those, crazy, with those guys there and, and everyone's betting and everyone's got, you know uh, – Everybody's got the, you know, the, for the, it's the Super Bowl. They've got boards where you get, the, you know, the numbers and everything, you know, those pools, right? Yeah. Yeah. By the time I left, I had about, by the, by the time I left, I had about 3,500 when I left. So nice. So nice. I, so I got smoked out of 1,700 in pools yeah. uh, after doing all that, but still it was fun. And uh, that was, that was, that was fun. Everyone keeping track and rooting for me as, uh, as the months went by. It was good stuff. Yeah, it's good. And it sounds like, um, you know, obviously I don't know the guys, but from what, it, what I've heard from you, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people, no matter their bets, uh, you know, or how they had position on it, they were definitely rooting for you. you know? Oh, they were rooting for me. Absolutely. Everyone was really rooting. It was, it was great. I'm, I'm getting messages all the time on Twitter and, and, and the Sal's getting emails um, and we read a few on the air. So, uh, yeah, look, you know, I, I'm doing that, doing that crazy stuff still, doing it on our chart, carrying it over. Uh, Best Bet Corner, I try to, uh, if you look at some of my articles on bestbetcorner.com, I've also got some wacky pictures of me, whatever, and uh, of different outfits and different arenas I've been to over the years. So just try to have fun with it as well, you know, and that's what we do on Against All Odds. That's what I do on Best Bet Corner uh, when I have my interviews, and you can listen to my podcast there. Uh, this past week, I had the parlay kid on. Me and him were just shooting the breeze about the NFL schedule. Uh, probably going to come up with something else doing uh, this week in terms of, listen, we got, uh, we, like, again, uh, Devin, we've got uh, that uh, golf tournament with mm -hmm. uh rory and dustin uh going against uh matthew wolf and uh ricky fowler this weekend yep. so that's something again we got nascar and like i said seven races in 11 days uh four races i believe are in uh total uh are going to be in darlington then three are going to be in charlotte uh for the uh, coca-cola 600 and then some other at the xfinity race and the truck race too so there's one at the kansas speedway there is. It's, it's, yeah. it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, Kansas is uh, Kansas is the week after, I think. Yes, it is. I think it's that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, we've got that's coming up. Absolutely. So uh, I'll be into uh, scoping that out too. Uh, I believe uh, Jimmy Johnson's really. This is last year. Jimmy Johnson's yeah. making farewell tour. I think he did really well in Kansas too. So uh, I'm going to look into that. I know he did real well in. Uh, he's eight career wins in Charlotte for Jimmy Johnson. So let's look, we'll uh, stay in touch and talk about Jimmy Johnson, maybe the week after Devin and, and Charlotte, yeah. but uh, a lot of stuff to bet. And like I said, oh, UFC's got a full card again on Saturday. So, and there's, there's plenty of soccer out there too. 
Um, so uh, got some, listen, it's not it's not football, it's not baseball, it's not basketball, but, but it's, it's not barren. It's it, not it's, barren, right? It's not barren. We have stuff there, and also it would be great. I know there are a lot of uh, a lot of uh, television shows, radio shows are assuming that maybe, and they're coming up with a possibility of baseball by yeah. uh, by e- either um, July fourth, Independence Day or uh, maybe a week or two afterwards, if we had that. I don't care if it's an 80-game schedule, an 82-game schedule, a 60-game schedule. If, if, the, if we can work this out between the players and the owners and facilities, let's do it. Yeah, and I saw something the other day. It was someone on Twitter, <coughs> and they were saying, uh, you know, at this point, I'd rather just, you know, I, 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 I would be happy with a 16-game series of the Royals playing the Tigers. And, uh, you know, I – <laughs> I, you know, two bad I, teams, two <laughs> bad teams. But you know what? Yeah, you know, even the even the worst uh, even the worst teams in baseball win every uh, third game. But uh, but still, but, you know, it would be something, man. You know, Devin, yeah. I just would hope it would be something. And however they want to work it out, wh- whether you want to say there'd be an asterisk next to it or not, or however you work it out, that's fine. At least we'd have it. And I think out of the four sports, the one that would be the easiest to see with no fans. It would definitely be baseball. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, baseball's had asterisks in the past, so yeah, um, you know, quite a few. <laughs> NBA too, you know, NBA, NBA too. too. Uh, uh, Ninety-five shortened seasons, the strike season when the, Spur- when the Spurs won. You know, uh, you, you can put an asterisk next to that, but uh, still, they assert, they they won the championship. So sure, I mean, look, it, it is what it is. Let's just get it out there if we can possibly do it, if it's possible. Let's just do it. If it's possible and if it's safe. And in, and in all seriousness, a lot of people may or may not want to be watching all these other sports leagues or trying to put the effort and energy into finding out all the information they need to know about it. But let's be honest, we need and we want these sports leagues to do good for us over here for a much more uh, clear, concise, and safe return to mm-hmm. sports for not only the players and fans and involved alike but just you know the whole atmosphere of what that element uh and that dynamic brings to humanity especially for americans because let's be honest we uh, football baseball beer apple pie barbecues mm. like that that's a part of us you know sure. it is americana so, exactly yeah it, it's huge for us and the other side of it, the gambling, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more popular. Colorado just went live. We're getting some Midwestern states popping up here and there. And, oh, and, uh, and also, you know, I mean, from what I heard, I don't know the numbers exactly, uh, but Brother Bry had sent me a message telling me that um, the, take, uh, the take of the UFC uh, card of last week in Jacksonville uh, in terms of how much was wagered, was huge. Huge, huge. I think you're going to start seeing that with Bundesliga and a lot of these other leagues popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be great. NASCAR, the golf you talked about. I think we're going to start getting some lifeblood, and it can't, you know, it couldn't have come at a uh, better, more opportune time for us and this profession and for what we do with our interests and our hobbies and our love and joy. So. Yeah, just, you know, it'll, it, it, hopefully just like if somehow we got baseball, that'd be huge. That'd yes. be enormous. But otherwise, you know, we just got to continue to do what we're doing. Be safe. Uh, it'll be here in time. And uh, look, if you were to tell me we would have to push uh, the NFL season back a month 
but we're going to play. But we'd have to push it back a month. Devin, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Oh, I guarantee. 10 out of 10 every time. I'd take that in a heartbeat if you told me we're only going to miss a month. Yeah, yeah. No, that is um, – I'm easy money there. So, mm-hmm. Harry, you know, before we wrap up here, I'm going to have you uh, – you know, if there was anything else that you might have forgotten along the journey of this episode, you know, if there's anything else you want to put out there about yourself, about the work that you do um, – you know, have at it. And uh, again, many, many thanks to you. Um, Yeah. So have the floor for a little bit and then I'll take us out of here once you wrap up. All right, bud. Devin, I really appreciate it. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Uh, um, Nothing but good, great wishes and good wishes for you and your endeavors in in this field. Um, I appreciate you uh, again, having me on again, against all odds with cousin Sal on Twitter, AAO Harry. Um, Odds USA, Odd Shark, uh, articles and videos there. We'll have a blast again with those guys are great. Uh, want to throw a couple names out there if you want to. Aside from my stuff at Odd Shark, check oh, yeah. out Joe. Check out Joe Osborne stuff. Yeah. Ian McMillan uh, and like you said, Andrew Avery, who's a, a soccer guru um, for us. Um, Gilles Gallant. Uh, all these guys are fantastic. Uh, great articles. And, uh, Pamela Art. Maldonado. And Pam, my girl Pam, yeah, yeah Pam, of course. Pam, Pam. Spoke, spoke to Pam. I spoke to Pam today. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, she she just did a bit um, uh, on how uh, we're dealing with uh, Disney and when that re- yeah. and, it's, and it's reopened in uh, I guess in Japan. So uh, yeah, she was giving out odds on that. So that's pretty funny. And she's uh, she's great too. Uh, 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 met her in Las Vegas when we uh, the Odd Sharks had a party, and uh, we we've been friends ever since. She knows her stuff. She loves the uh, smaller schools in yep. uh, in college football. She loves her college football too. About to say so, between uh, her and you, uh, I was pretty set on college football between yeah. y'all's articles. And She's I would good. have been I would have loved to been a fly on the wall in that <laughs> that party in Vegas. Just saying. Oh, it was great. We. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, another guy that was there that you may have heard seen on Ajax, but now he's not there anymore. He moved, but uh, Chris, uh, Abbott? Chris, uh, Chris Abbott, my yeah, boy, yeah, Chris yeah. Abbott. Chris. Love, love Chris. Still talk to him plenty. With cool uh, bets. Cool bets. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. We go back and forth, and he's a, he's a betting madman too. So yeah, uh, yeah. He, was a, he, was the, he was the wildest guy, put it this way, at the, at the party in Vegas uh, <laughs> when I met everybody. Chris yeah. Abbott was by far the craziest. I would have put my money on you, wild. Harry. Nah, you know no, what? No. I hadn't met them, so I had a, I had a sort of be cool. Oh, you had Chris to yeah, let loose. Yeah. Chris was great. Version. Yeah. <laughs> well, Harry, yeah. again, thank you so, so much. I know I, you know, I, I'm not sure how I got through the podcast. I was smiling the whole time. But the fans, the listeners, everybody, I, I know they're going to enjoy it just as much as I did. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, listening back to this probably a couple times. So I bid you some really good wishes, bud, and uh, hope to hear from you soon. Devin, hit me up anytime, man. I really appreciate it. And like I said, hopefully uh, we've got a lot more sports coming up in the near future. Um, again, A.O. Harry on Twitter. And uh, Devin, again, thanks, man. I really appreciate you uh, reaching out. Absolutely. Well, guys, hootballers, please do take care. Follow Harry. Follow everything that he does. You're going to win some money if you do. Once again, today in sports betting, a hootball presentation. I'm Devin Ellington at DA. LE007 on Twitter, and that about does it. I'll see you soon, guys. Bye-bye.
This has been a HoopBall presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.